the Mainly Plants Podcast. My name is Ryan Furman, and I am a certified plant-based nutritionist. The website is mainlyplants.com. You can also find me on social media at mainlyplants. If you want to get a hold of me, you can do it through there, through the website, or my email, which is ryan at mainlyplants.com. So, oh man, what a week. Um, last week's podcast was a little intensive. Uh, I threw a lot of facts at you guys, so I want to keep it a little lighter this week, um, a little shorter. It is Friday afternoon, kind of Friday evening already, um, and I haven't gotten the podcast out, so I'd like to get it out uh, today. Um, so by the time you listen to this, hopefully it's Friday night. Um, wanted to share a couple stories with you guys and get your guys' feedback. So or, or even if you guys have similar instances and in how you went about handling it. Um, I So my mom has uh, acid reflux, really bad acid reflux. And it's it's not so much that she gets like heartburn, but it's it's where she gets a cough. It's persistent irritation um, in, her, in her esophageal tract that causes her to cough. And about a month and a half ago, she went to the doctor and they put her on a medication, proton pump inhibitors, PPIs which limit the amount of, of uh, stomach acid that's produced. So when she was there at the doctor, um, he, my mom and my dad uh, separately both specifically asked the doctor if there was anything that she could do in terms of changing her diet, um, either cut out or add in, that would help it. And the doctor said, no, just take your medication, word for word, literally. No, just take the medication. Um, what he didn't, or what he failed to tell her, were all the major side effects, um, including diarrhea, swelling, uh, poor nutrient absorption, elevated cholesterol levels, and some other things. So uh, after this happened, you know, she went on the medication, and I told my mom that she had to get to a, a holistic doctor. Um, she lives a state away from me, so I'm not able to kind of be there to help her out all the time. Um, so, and, and if you've heard the podcast before, you know, my feeling on, um, regular medical professionals by and large. So I did a little research and I sent her to a a good naturopath over there in the Bay area. And, uh, she's been going to this naturopath and she likes her and the naturopath put her on, um, some, some supplements, told her what to cut out, told her what to start taking, uh, and then sent her to get blood work done, which is something that. I always tell my clients to do. Um, it's not mandatory. I can't make you do it, but it is uh, 110% preferred because it will tell me and it'll tell a medical professional what uh, if there's anything going on that you can't see on the surface or you don't feel. So, so she went and got that done. Um, she called me a couple days ago, freaking out because she got her blood work done and brought it to the doctor, the naturopath, and it and she was deficient in iron. Um, and a couple other things, I believe it was magnesium, and her cholesterol has skyrocketed. She's had diarrhea for the past month and a half. Um, her legs were swelling. She had to get compression socks. Um, and, you know, I had a reminder that she was freaking out because, you know, her, her cholesterol is very high. And, you know, she doesn't, it gets to her when she goes to the doctor and she finds out that something else is wrong. And I told her, I said, Mom, listen, you know, what you have to understand is that these PPIs are what 99% sure are causing these issues. Um, and if you if you wean yourself off of them, then you'll be able to, your body will then be able to absorb nutrients better 
and your cholesterol will lower and you'll be feeling better. And I should throw in there that the, the PPIs weren't working um, and the doctor just kept upping the dosage, um, taking morning and night, a uh, very strong dose. And my mom's not a big, a big lady. She's, you know, five, four, a buck, a buck 10 maybe. Um, so uh, she, uh, she, you know, I had to calm her down and, and tell her that if she starts to wean herself off of these pills that don't do anything in the first place, uh, and, and adhere to um, a strict diet and, and, and dietary practices that will help uh, eliminate uh, the stomach acid production in terms of um, sitting up straight so your stomach isn't folded over on itself, simulating a full feeling in your body producing more, uh, more acid or chewing gum when you're not when it's not right before, right after a meal, your, your, your brain says there's something in your mouth you're going to be eating, start the acid production. So there's a bunch of, there's a bunch of different things um, and that have been helping her. So uh, calmed her down and she, she, over the last couple of days, she's been uh, adjusting her medication in terms of taking just one in the morning and then you know one the next morning and then one that night. So kind of shifting a little bit. So she's going to start weeding herself off of it. And... I bring this up because, you know, I've talked about it before. You you see all these medications being prescribed, and if there's a problem, there's a pill for it. And people aren't focused on what they're putting in their bodies, what's causing these problems, just how to uh, help alleviate the symptoms. And you see on on the TV when there's a new uh, uh, drug being advertised, a list of side effects. And then those are just the side effects that they have to list. There's a whole other slew of them that could be potentially far worse, but they didn't happen uh, enough percentage of the time in the test trials that they have to that legally they, they don't have to um, to advertise them. So my point is this: you don't have, you know, you don't have stomach acid or acid reflux um, because you are deficient in PPIs. You don't have a headache because you're deficient in Excedrin. Um, you don't have high cholesterol because you're deficient in Lipitor. There's something going on, and it's it's <coughs> excuse me, it's crucial to go figure out why you're feeling this way, and and nip it in the bud. It's amazing to me because you know you all see you see people eat such garbage all the time. Um, you know, fast food drive-throughs are filled up, and you see advertisements on TV get 10 chicken nuggets for a buck um, or you know the new the new sonic drive-through tater tots or, or whatever the hell it is these sugar filled uh, animal product filled foods that if you just looked and did a little bit of research or asked around you would know are slowly killing you and causing diseases and disorder and there's a reason that you're feeling terrible for instance um, I know somebody who uh, is very very overweight uh, and her daughter is now becoming very, very overweight. And her daughter is, you know, five, six, seven, some, somewhere on the, along those lines. I think five or six. Um, and I was talking to somebody else about about this issue, how they noticed that the little girl is becoming a little chubster. And I said, yeah, well, I mean, you have to, have to look at the mom. You know, look at the person who's preparing the meals. And she's like, yeah, but she's feeding her such shit. It's like, well... It, if you are obese and you have poor dietary practices and poor eating habits, you're not going to miraculously feed your child 
uh, uh, something nutritious and good for their body because you're, you're not doing that for yourself. You know, these, these kinds of, of practices are learned and, and it's an issue that it's very frustrating because you want to break the cycle, but you don't want to overstep your bounds and people aren't going to change unless they're ready to. Uh, but you see them pretty much abusing their children. You know, it's, it's a shame because it is, in my mind, a form of child abuse. If you're, if you're teaching your child poor dietary practices, feeding them garbage, and, and causing poor health in them, I mean, if you think about it, when you give a kid repeatedly things that are terrible for their body, and it's doing damage to their body and their cells and their endometrial walls, and they're, they're groggy and they're sluggish and they, you know, they're out of breath and they can't play with the other kids as long. What's the difference between that and just hitting them? You know, I would, you could be argued that hitting them isn't as bad as, as sustained long-term uh, uh, health issues, you know? So it, it's frustrating because I know, I know I've talked about this with, before with you guys and it's an issue that I keep pressing and keep hammering home because it's an issue that keeps coming up, at least in my life. And if it's happening in my life, then, then I'm sure it's happening in yours. But, you know, you hear about people going into the hospital or not feeling well or there's an issue with with obesity or they they can't your friend can't do this because you know she he or she is you know too overweight to be comfortable doing this or you know wh whatever it is but there is constant issues that could all be solved with proper eating you know there's nothing more important to yourself and your life than your health and if you wake up cloudy every day you're not going to be happy if you wake up sluggish you're not going to be happy if you can't play with your kids outside for more than five minutes before being winded you're not going to be happy and your kids aren't going to be happy you're doing yourself a disservice but more importantly well i don't know more importantly but at the same time you're doing every, everybody that loves you a disservice you're causing your poor health is causing not just you issues but it's causing issues with everybody that you love everybody guaranteed whether they, they're, whether it's a little kid who's afraid of you because you're too big, or you have psoriasis because your body has trouble processing all the bullshit you're putting into it, or um, you know you, you can't go hiking with your friends one weekend when everybody's gonna go, so you're gonna sit around and then your friends miss you and you're depressed about it. But nothing's gonna change if we're not gonna do something about it, right? I mean, it's in. It, so I'm a big TV fan. I'm a big movie fan, big TV fan. I love watching my shows, um, and I I can I uh, I keep getting frustrated about these food commercials that you see because each and every one that I see is get this amount of food for this cheap price, and I don't know when to turn to this I don't I mean maybe it's because I didn't I didn't uh, pay attention to it when I was younger and, and since I've gotten more into nutrition and, and helping people out yeah, I'm more in tune with it but god damn when was it when did we take a shift from what is actually healthy in our foods and, and how many nutrients are in it and how nutri nutrient dense it is um, and even low calorie I mean even if you want to veer away from how healthy it is and talk about calories that was a big thing for a while now, now it's not even about calories anymore now it's just about how much you can get for how cheap it is it's unbelievable and we're killing each other 
the, the, the fast food industries are, are killing us. The, 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 um, dairy, the big dairy legislation is killing us. Big meat production is killing us. We are killing ourselves with what we're eating. And it all could be avoided. Heart disease is the number one killer in America. But let's talk about guns more. I, I don't get it. We're killing ourselves by the millions with what we're eating. And it can all be avoided. Think about it this way. I got to sit up for this one. Think about it this way. If, if you, you know, I overheard you at the gym. You don't know me. You don't know what I look like. And I overheard you, say, walking down the street, how, you know, your mom has cancer or had cancer, your dad had cancer, your grandparents had cancer. It's in your, in your, um, your family. And let's just, for sake of conversation, um, they didn't eat very well, or they ate a lot of meat. They didn't. They did not eat a whole food plant based diet, and neither do you. And you're worried about getting cancer. And I came up to you and said, "Hey, I'm sorry, I couldn't help you overheat. I couldn't help overhearing you, uh, what you were talking about. But what would you say if I said that I have the cure and the guaranteed prevention of cancer? I think any rational person would say, "Yeah, give it to me. I'll I'll take it." And I said, "Okay." From now on, you're only going to eat a whole food plant-based diet. You can screw off 20% of the time. But that doesn't mean screw off in terms of eating cheese and, and other dairy products and meat. That means screw off eating, you can eat processed plant-based foods. But 80% of the time, you're going to eat whole plant-based foods. That means 80% of the time, you're going to eat out of the produce section of the grocery store where there are no nutrition labels because it's whole foods. How many people do you think would actually take that seriously? And how many people do you think would adhere to that? Because the information's out there. This I'm not I'm not giving you guys anything that is not known or or can't be found out from a simple simple talk with. Uh, I mean, if you, if you went and gathered a group of your friends and you said, "Tell me what you think about dairy," or "Tell me what you hear about dairy," and somebody said, "I heard that it's not very good for you," and then you could Google it and go down the rabbit hole. So all these things are. Are, are out there for you to know. How many people do you think, and I want, I would love for your feedback on this, how many, what percentage of people do you think would actually take you up on that or take me up on that or whoever's uh, proposing that? Saying, I can, I can guarantee that you won't get cancer. Eat whole foods. What, I mean, I, I, my own point of view, I, I would say maybe one out of 10 would do it. One out of 10 would try it. And that's sad because a lot of people are going to die from cancer. A lot of people are going to, you know, uh, uh, have arthritis. <clears throat> a lot of people are going to have high cholesterol. A lot of people are going to die from, from, uh, from uh, heart disease. You know, a lot of people are going to have heart attacks because of, of uh, um, clogged arteries. You know, and, and, and oh, a lot of people will say, well, that's a little too extreme for me. I can't, I can't do that. Well, you can do it. You just don't want to. So you are willing because you just don't, don't want to. It's not that you can't. I'm, I'm tired of hearing about this, that you can't. You can't. If I can do it, anybody can do it. I was the biggest meat eater. I ate a three and a half pound steak on my 18th birthday. I ate pork loins whole to myself up until I was 25. I ate cheese and meat every single goddamn day. And barely any vegetables. And now all I eat are whole foods. Why? Because I feel better. 
I don't want disease and disorder. I want to live a long, happy life. I want to have kids that I can play with, grandkids that I can play with, and not be hobbled in a wheelchair or dead. Um, so, you know, and that's the other thing is, yeah, our lifespans are getting longer on average um, as humans worldwide. Lifespans are getting longer. But the the span of of living with disease or disorder is also growing. So we have more years of our life, if you want to call it that, more years of our quote-unquote life that we are in pain and uncomfortable. I don't want that. I don't want to live longer just so I can be in pain longer. I want to live longer so I can be happy and healthy longer. And that's why I eat a whole food plant-based diet. And and people give me shit about it. And people give every every plant-based person shit about it, every vegan shit about it. It comes with the territory. But who gives a shit? You know? So what? So you can't take a little ribbing? You want to cry about it? Get over it. Sit down with them. Impart a little knowledge. You know, I listen, my family gives it to me all the time. You know, I'll, I'll go out to eat with my brother and my dad and my mom. And, you know, I'll ask the waiter to, to, to not put cheese on it. Or can you do it without this sauce and substitute a different sauce? And without fail, my family will say, come on, it's, a little cheese isn't going to kill you. Maybe. But by not having it, I'm guaranteeing that it won't kill me. I feel better when I don't eat it. Ethics aside. It, 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 I feel better. And I wasn't out of shape before. I feel better at 32 than I did when I was 22. Why? 100% because of my diet. And you can do it. It just depends on how badly you want it. I have clients who say, well, I, can, I don't think I could ever give this up. I don't think I could ever give that up. Number one, you absolutely could. You don't want to. So you're not 100% committed which is fine. I'll take 80% commitment. I'll take 70% commitment. I'll take 10% commitment. If you change your diet 10% and that's all you want to give, good. At least you made a change. You know, I have clients who say, I can't give up, you know, pizza. Okay. So give up all the other bullshit and have your pizza. Still doing better than you would have otherwise. It's about progress, not perfection. No one's perfect. Everybody screws up. I went out last night and I got some uh, grilled asparagus spears. That was on the menu. Okay. And it said, it, all it said was grilled asparagus spears. Good. I'll have that. Came with Parmesan cheese all over it. So I didn't make a big deal. I didn't send it back. It's happened before. As a plant-based person, you get used to this kind of stuff. Even though it doesn't say on the menu. I took the asparagus spear. I scraped off as much Parmesan as I could. Took me maybe 30 seconds. Was there still Parmesan on it? Maybe a little bit. Nobody's perfect. Progress, not perfection. You know, and and whew, this has been a little bit of a rant this week, but I I you I gotta strike a chord with you people, or with that person who 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 maybe I wouldn't be able to reach otherwise, and maybe you've already gone plant based and you know all this stuff. Well, then maybe this this episode isn't for you, or maybe it'll inspire you to talk to somebody, and 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 uh, ignite a little fire in you, because I'm fucking fired up. This, this, this gets me excited and this gets me motivated because when I'm at the gym today and I see a extremely obese person in the locker room having trouble standing up from sitting on the bench, 
I want to change that person's life. I want to change everybody's life that I can, whether it be 5% or 100%. And I have clients that have, that have gone 100% and they know who they are. And I have clients who have not listened to a word that I've said because they don't want to change. And they know who they are. And everything in between. And it's on you. You got to make the decision. How much am I willing to change to ensure that I'm happy and healthy? You only get one, one meat wagon in this life, as far as we know. You have one body. And if you're not going to take care of it, and if you're not going to care about it, why should anybody else? Um, so, as I was saying, um, there was there were people that have changed a little bit. There are people who have changed a lot. Um, my goal as a plant-based nutritionist is not necessarily to make everybody go 100% plant-based. Um, it's not realistic. I'm a realist. I get it. Uh, my goal is to have you eat more plants than you were eating before. So in, tonight or tomorrow or whenever you're listening to this podcast, instead of getting that bullshit uh, cheeseburger tonight or a piece of pizza or throwing some Parmesan on whatever, leave it off. Try it. It, it takes about between six weeks and three months to change, to rewire your brain in terms of preferences. So... You might crave cheese for three months. You might crave cheese for a little bit longer. This is on average. But eventually you'll stop craving cheese. I used to love cheese. I used to love red meat. That was my thing. I used to love burgers and steaks. And I craved them for probably six, seven months. And then you know what? The thought of it now just makes me grossed out. I don't have to deal with biting into a fatty piece. I don't have to deal with biting into a, like one of those weird ligaments or tendons. Or have it being overcooked or undercooked. I don't have to worry about biting into a piece of chicken and having it be raw inside and then salmonella. I don't have to deal with all that. It grosses me out now. Now I crave zucchini. I love zucchini. Broccoli, kale. Uh, I crave hummus. I crave healthy stuff now because I rewired my brain and I made a commitment to myself that I was going to be happy and healthy for a long time and I was going to do what it takes. So I rewired my brain and everybody is, is capable of doing it. Just how badly do you want to do it? You got to do it. There's no way around it. You know, when you're in, in, in middle school, you have to run the mile. Whether you want to or not, you got to run the mile in order to pass, at least the school that I went to. Four laps around the track. And you will, the coach would sit out there all day. If you walked that thing, you walked it. But you were going to finish that goddamn mile. You had to put your mind to it and just do it. You just had to do it. And this is what I'm asking you to do. Just do it. Just make a change. Go one week. If that's your commitment, then that's your commitment. Go go one day, I mean, one day vegan or one meal a week completely plant-based, whole food plant-based, not processed. And if you don't know what that means, you should be emailing me right now. I'm really not that mean of a guy. I sound a little bit like a dick on this, this episode. I'm just fired up. Um, I mean, if you have questions, you should be emailing me. I'm not going to charge you to ask questions. Um... But whatever you can do, make that commitment and do it and follow through and hold yourself accountable or tell your, your friend, hey, I'm going, to make, I'm going to make a commitment that I'm going to do one meal a week completely vegan. Ask me on a weekly basis if I did that and then give me shit if I don't. Or, or have a family member do it or, or cook with a friend. People love coming over and eating food. Cook for you and a friend. 
say, you know, in a week in advance, hey, next Monday, come over, I'm, eat, I'm making a plant-based meal. I'll cook for you, free meal. And then you're on the hook, you have to do it. Hold yourself accountable. There's ways to do it. You want some tics, tips and tricks? Email me, ryan at mainlyplants.com or on social media at mainlyplants. You can direct message me or through the contact page of my website. I hope, I hope if I even changed one person's mind or lit a fire in anybody's belly tonight, then I've done my job. Please let me know. Please write me back. Give me some feedback. I need to know if I'm doing my job right. Um, like I said, mainlyplants.com, at mainlyplants on all the social media. And until next week, go eat a goddamn salad.